I'll just be fine. Everything will be just all right. And God was talking nation to him. And one of the base of the house is nation. If anyone is nation-minded, ask of me the nations. And that's what Psalm 2 says. Actually, that's where we, I think we will start from tonight. Ask of me the nations, and then I will give you the ends of the earth. And so when the Bible says God is able to do exceedingly, that is more than just our temporary need or our immediate needs. God wants a house that is nation-based. Are you sure you're here tonight? God wants a people that have nations in mind. God wants a people that wants the nations. And we, we have lived it, both by knowing scriptures, but also by what God is doing in your midst. So ask of me the nations, therefore, can no longer be a big word to us. It can't be, why are you guys always dreaming of big stuff? It can't be that. Because God has shown you that it is possible to have the nations. But he, 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 what he's teaching us now is to how to build the basis of this covenant. How to build from the scratch, so to speak. I told you that in, in, in Babylon, they used already built systems. Uh -huh. But in Zion, you are creators. And I want you to keep remembering this word. Otherwise, you become a church worm. A church worm, you have every word. And you remember the times. You say things like, yeah, you know, last week was mad. Wow, powerful word. But it's been a year now. And God is expecting you to have come up to a higher level of conversation. And when you don't come up to that level of conversation, you can switch it on and work with it. When you don't come up to that level of conversation, what happens is that a man, a woman begins to steal. It begins to steal. There are things that God wants to do through your life. And he can't do it because he cannot speak to you on a matured level. He cannot communicate with you on a level that is deeper and higher. That what, than what ordinary men understand. That is why again tonight I repeat, each time he wants to speak to the disciples or the apostles, he will call them aside. They're going to go to the mountains. They're going to go further. He's going to journey with them further. And he will begin to reveal things to them. You know where I want to start from tonight. You know, we understand the three languages by which God speaks. Talk to me. Talk to me now. Watch your neighbor's mouth if they are just miming. Watch your neighbor if they are just saying, wah, 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 wah. Say it again. Strange vision and prophecy. This guy is miming. He's just saying, Dreams, visions and prophecies do you notice something all the while that Jesus was here Peter never dreamt there was no prophecy for him and he never saw any vision are you sure you're ready for the word tonight 
tonight I want to talk about converters and interpreters. Those who convert heaven's thought and heaven's words and they convert it here on earth. And so if Anais is speaking French, I don't understand what she's saying. But in between us is an interpreter who converts whatever she's saying to what I can understand until, listen, until I grow in the school in my French class to understand what Anaïs is saying. Because no matter how much she's speaking with zeal and passion, as long as she's speaking in French and I don't understand French, I cannot carry out the instruction. I cannot do. The problem is not sin. The problem is that you are hearing the word and you don't understand it. The problem is that you know. Why do you still do what you know the consequence of? Because you really don't know the consequence of it. You have not come to understanding. So he gave some in the church. It doesn't matter if the pastor is 100 million years old. And he lives in sin. He might be speaking the word. You know, there are things that I've tried to learn. From French speaking people like Anais. Or you teach me your language. And I can repeat it. Uh, if you say to me Savar, that's good evening, right? Or whatever the hell that means, man. Oh yeah, whatever. How are you? Savar, how are you? And then you go further than that, right? I want to teach you two level of maturity. Listen to me now. You can start speaking French and end your night speaking French. But listen now. That is me quoting. Savar. I don't know. I don't know Savar. So day after tomorrow, tonight, I just said that means good evening, right? I may quote Savar again in three days' time. I said, does that mean... Have you woken up? I understand the word and I think it spells C-A-V-A, right? But I don't understand it. Because it's not a language that I know. Heaven's language. <laughs> you want to interpret the language of Babylon. You've got to be able to interpret the language of heaven in your life first. So when you don't understand when God says be holy. As I am holy, what you know is H-O-L-Y. You have not understood the language of heaven called holiness. They didn't hear me now. They didn't understand it. You can sit down and say, Anais, Savai, so wow, Savai. And you can come and preach a message and use French ideology and words and say I'm going to not just stay with English today I'm coming to native language soon 
If any man be in Christ, is a new creature. In heaven's language, they don't teach you. It is imputed into you. I'm not sure these people are ready for the word tonight. Heaven's language is imputed as a matter of fact. When you come into Christ, you discover the language called holiness. But it was put in you. You grow to discover it. We don't learn languages when we are conscious. They've been there before. In fact, with languages, you get to understand the power and meaning of it as you grow. You don't learn it at growth. So the issue is that we never really came in. We peeped into salvation. But we didn't come in. So we have, the, we have a, a view. You know, a house you went to view is different from the house you live in. So we view it. We see that it may have, you've seen the house and it's so good and great, but you didn't come into the kingdom. You peeped into the kingdom. Because if you came in, the gravity and the joy and the benefit of living in the house would have been yours. But what happened? You viewed it. You liked it. But you didn't move in. So let's talk about this tonight. Are you sure you're ready for the word? Okay. So Jacob did not understand nations. He has seen nations. But he doesn't understand it. We want to align our walk with God. Because God says, whatever I promised you, in this season or as a believer our conversation must come to a higher level if you are going to handle it it cannot be the same old conversation a new level of wealth it doesn't work that way it works that way in people's mind where they feel that a miracle is just going to happen God has to speak to you as sons in order to give you equipment of sons or daughters. He has to speak to you as the matured. In order to give you heavy duty machines. And stop bringing your yesterday's conversation. And it may be that your yesterday's conversation was your fault, your shortcomings. God said, all that is fine, but can we leave that in yesterday? Don't keep asking me for forgiveness of your sin. Let's talk about another. In fact, let's, let's talk about this now. Hebrews, let us not lay again the foundation. This was Paul. Let, let's just do this tonight. Let me take this. I think I still have an hour. I'm going to go back to the language now. I needed to start with the language of righteousness and sin so that 
you don't just get carried away with the wealth and the blessings. Because if you don't understand heaven's language, when you hear wealth, you will hear something else. And when you begin to hear something else, your language and God's language does not align. And then God is not committed to that covenant. I love the prayer Pastor Obi led before I came on. It's, it's about everyone's language. What is God speaking in your life right now? It will give us a general word right now as it's doing and as it's been doing. Then it will watch your, your steps from here to see if you've understood it. Now, if you've not understood the, 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 the language of purity, soon it will not be speaking to you in that term. It will move on. That doesn't mean you're not still battling with sexual sin. You can battle all you like. And God will help you out of that battle. But the conversation has moved past where you are. That's the issue. So, it's not going to kill or destroy you. But you know, if I keep teaching my son, go. 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 You know the meaning of go. And I keep teaching him. And that's fine at four. If it becomes ten, it will be absorbed for me to continue to teach him the same word what come means and what go means but I will not reject him as my son talk to me now I'm not going to disown him as a son as a matter of fact most of the good stuff I have it will still be partaker of it it would enjoy accommodation it will have food. It will have all those things. And even, I might get him into a school of special needs children. Yeah? So I'm spending more on him. But I will not entrust something to his hands. That will be entrusted to the end of a normal 10 year old. What if he becomes 21 and he's still like that? He's still my son. So you see all those churches where they tell you about how much God loves you? That's good for special need children in Bessels. Every Sunday, yeah, someone is how much he loves you. And this lady always cries to the altar all the time. Let's say the love of God can never fail. That's true. You are just in class, my friend. You are in school. It is for special need children. The church today has managed to turn themselves to special need class for imbecile kids. But nothing wrong with that. It's just that in spiritual things, it is what you choose to be. Nobody can confine you to that in your work of faith except you choose to be that. 
So a person can grow up within a year in faith. And there, there is another 20-year-old believer who is a special nature. Has God rejected that person? No. No. God still loves them. But love does not make you give the keys to a Bentley to an imbecile child. If you give them, you destroy them. You don't love them. In other words, love can keep you poor. They didn't hear me, Lord. The love that is designated to make you prosperous can keep you, protect you from wealth. So the Lord says to us, sometimes when wealth is not given, it's as a result of protection. God, please don't protect me with poverty. Whatever conversation we need to have to grow, Imagine a, a, a giver who God has decided to protect from money. As you will say, that's mad. So I want to begin to reveal the things that God is protecting me from. And say, God, it's okay. Now let's grow up. God said, how can you ask for wealth for a group of people who still gossip? I can't bless them. He said, have you not seen her emotions? I've got to protect her. Well, you think, you think, the fact that God, that, that's exactly what makes me angry. Because when I'm under pressure, I'm angry. God said, yeah, with wealth, you'll be under more pressure. Because most people want from you, not to you. So God says, as long as the anger is there, it is not the pressure that causes the anger. The pressure cannot press out of you what is not there. You can't press apple out of an orange fruit just because you press it. It's not like, oh, if you press it hard enough, apple will come out. No, it won't. Because that's not his make. No, it won't come out. Because that's no, it's not apple. So, until what can be pressed out of you is love, it cannot give you anything of significance. There will be nothing much that will pass from God to you. Someone said, well, but I behave well for a whole year. You can't behave bad after a whole year if bad is not there. So the kingdom work is not a behavioral change. It's a complete change of you. If any man be in Christ, it's not it's not an amended creature. It's not an altered creature. It's a new creation. And all things are passed away. What was the duty of Adam? 
his duty was to interpret in the physical God's heavenly language to him in the spiritual. Adam was the first converter. Adam was the first interpreter. So God did not go to touch the lions by himself. He will speak to Adam and Adam will know what to carry out, what to do. You're not listening to me. Adam's job is interpret spiritual language in physical human terms. You were sent to the earth, not to the heavens. Your duty is on earth, not in heaven. God does not need you in heaven. It needs you on earth. But there is a spiritual language. Now, I've started piling up scriptures, so let me go back to scripture now. Therefore, Therefore, let us move beyond the elementary teachings. What does Message Bible say about it? Let us move beyond elementary teaching. So the Bible confirms that there are elementary teachings. Talk to me now. You know, imagine you, you most of you are in university or some of you in university. Imagine you go there and what they want to teach you is alphabet. And the teacher said, no, 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 no. Because alphabet is basic. It, it is something everybody must know. Let us move beyond the elementary teaching. So Paul agrees that there was a time of elementary. Yeah. Most churches are still doing elementary. Let's hear what elementary is. What is elementary? No, no, no. Start from here first. Then I'll come to you, Pastor, quickly. Elementary teachings about Christ and be taken forward to maturity. The elementary teaching, which is about Christ. So they're going to tell us when he died, when he resurrected. Someone will say, no, no, no. In our church, we just teach Christ. And that, that makes their head swell. It is elementary, my friend. There are teachings. So there are different grades of teaching. Why do you get different grades of teaching? You go from primary to secondary. And after secondary, there's a level of look on you. You've grown into maturity. Then you qualify for uni. Did you see those level of growth in your life? I'm talking about interpreters. By the time you finish uni, you are now qualified as an interpreter. Everything you learned in engineering, by the time you finish your uni and you've written examinations, because it takes examination to move to the next stage. Well, brother, you sinned this week, you just failed. Repeat. Don't pray for 10 million. You're back to 100K. 5K, go back. Can we not just cheat in this class? Remember, I'm not teaching you against grace. I just told you that grace accepts you 110%. You are still a son. As a matter of fact, that's why you can repeat a class. Oh, but pastor, I'm so human. That's fine. 
That's why the human system said to repeat. God says, but I failed against I repeat. But I failed the ten times, thousand times I failed, thousand times you will repeat. And the song is right. Everlasting. It is an everlasting situation. Its light will shine when all else fails. Guess what? In the position of repeating, is grace will still be sufficient for you. You will not fall. It will keep you. His grace will keep you. You will continue to learn more about God. But what happens is conversation moves because it's not going to stop his work because of you. So you know what it does in church? When this brother has repeated for too long, it will take another person to start from a top higher class and say, I will use him, but even the person should not be deceived. You can be temporarily used till someone passed to the next level. Let's, let's finish this so that we've read scriptures and I'll speak. Not laying again the foundation of repentance from acts. What, which one did he say that we should not lay again? The foundation of repentance. That's an issue do you pre preach repentance. Said it's foundation. It is elementary. But it will keep speaking into a church. If there is no repentance, they are repeating a class. Hey, if that's all it says in the church, listen, it's talking to the pastor too. So if these guys are not moving past that, how come you are stuck in that? If they've not gone beyond that, why are you also? Because my life is not going to stop because of you. So it must constantly have soldiers that are moving in pace. And of course, then there will be people who are not moving in that pace. But why are these conversations important? So that you will not be tired of your faith walk. If you are not aware that you are constantly repeating, then you will be tired. Because it will look as if God is not doing what he wants to do. And that can also be in the area of your giving. Giving is also maturity. Babies don't give. I've never seen a selfless child. A selfless baby. I know you love your babies and you can think they are at birth. They are Mahatma Gandhi coming to save the world. But no, no, no. They say, oh, you see, my child is not a genius. It's not a genius. It's like every one of us. It's like you. If you are not a genius, your child is not a genius. It's okay. Calm down. But babies don't become selfless. They don't say, I'm going to sacrifice for mom today. No, that's not the call of a baby. So giving is growth. Giving is maturity. So it's like, let us not lay again the foundation of repentance. Now, why am I starting with this tonight? Because we want to go into deeper topic. And what? And of faith in God. It said, faith. Huh? 
faith in God is elementary. In other words, you shouldn't even think about it. We're reading scriptures. Faith in God, if God exists or not, faith in God, if God is going to come true for you or not, it said the thought of it is elementary. So now you know why it won't commit big stuff to you. It said it's so elementary. And Paul admonishes the church or the writer of Hebrew, says let us not even go there. Hey, so you see why we've not entered the wealthy place. Because this is still something we still have to lay foundation of. If you don't believe, check how you felt this week when things were not going right. Or when you feel that, like things are not going right, check how you felt. Uh-huh. And some of you are allowed that. Most of you are not. Because it will be elementary. Go on, man. Enough. And instruction about cleansing rites, the laying on of hands, the resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. Can you see how many things are elementary? Resurrection of the dead, eternal judgment, the laying on of hands. I don't even know what all those things are. It's in your spirit. You know. You just don't know that you know. Everything that is of God, the day you gave your life to Jesus, was imputed into you. And Satan's work or humanism work is to override that knowledge until all you know is just humanism. Read on, sister. And God permitting, we will do so. It is impossible for those who have once been enlightened. Listen to this scripture now, please. It is impossible Uh for those who have once been enlightened, who have tasted the heavenly gift, who have shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the goodness of the word of God and the powers of the coming age and who have fallen away to be brought back to repentance. All the that, that's where I'm going. So tonight, I'll zero in on when he began to read. Stop sleeping, Abby. And he began to read those who mark register for service, once I announce someone's name, next service, let others come in. Blacklist. Once, listen to me, once they have tasted of the things we're about to read now, this is what I want to share. And you know, the things I will share with you tonight are stayed with me from my teenage years. I want you to listen to me now. Because this is the key now. I've told you about maturity. So if you are repeating a class, this is not even for you. Go and repeat elementary class. Then listen to the sound cloud. It could be 
one hour after that's the thing with spiritual things and it could be one year after so you can do your thing according to your pace repentance and restoration can be in the twinkle of an eye when you really understand the language now of the spirit you understand the language because you've you paid attention to hear it you understand what fornication means it's not pity stuff it is not what pity hates it is what heavens hate and you have to understand it in the language of heaven otherwise you will not understand wealth and when heaven talks well to you you will not be able to convert it from the spirit into the physical you will not have ability because you don't understand spiritual language you can speak in tongues but you will not be able to interpret so no wonder Paul was teaching about interpretation of tongue and he said even if the old church can speak it he said if there is no interpreter let the one with the tongue not speak why? because it will have no effect in the human realm are you listening to me tonight? that is why the church is powerless a lot of tongues no interpreter and what people thought that means is when we when we when we make sound when we make sound in tongues we need a person who can sound interpretation no it is speaking of heavenly things we'll soon get to daniel in a moment the speaking of heavenly language so that earthly men can relate to it why should they be able to relate to it so that they can profit from it the gospel is good news not just to the believers it's for the whole world and so if anything will benefit the world so you see why God will allow Mr. Facebook to do Facebook it benefits the world Why would God allow the bankers, however wicked you think they are? Because it benefits the world. Anything that benefits the world, when the time for it comes, it must go. If the church is not ready, they will not be able to interpret it. And the unbelievers will interpret it and it will work for them. Why are they able to interpret it and we are not? It was hidden for us. But we kept grappling. So God knew, as for them, what is theirs is destruction. As for you, it doesn't matter if the world is benefited or not. It wants your salvation. Ah, you didn't hear me. So when you give your life to him, what matters to him now is not the saving of many people. You become important to him. So, by covenant, is covenant of protection for eternal life is with you as an individual. 
you decided you decided to contract with the Lord so you say I give my life to you he says okay you are now covenanted to me in court now as my bride so to speak you are now mine I have a covenant to save you but it may not translate to you saving the world because if I raise you to save the world it means you are like Mr. Facebook you see Mr. Facebook he has not given his life to me I'm not covenanted to save him there is no contractual terms and because of that I can use him when I use him I will allow him to get the compensation of the world which is money so it can be on the fob list and the whole world can know him the Bible says that when the unbelievers gather wealth they gather it for that the man the righteous man that will use it so God uses him if and God has made a generous sacrifice for him but just in case he's not born again he has not accepted it so there is no contract to save you but I can use you to save the world and in that world you get money that's what they get that is your compensation not heaven not salvation do you understand where I'm going with this so thank you so now because of his covenant with you it can't go any further with you so actually salvation tied his hands because it's not just going to use you anyhow now what is important now is that step by step we've got to go through this stage of your walk with me I've always wondered why unbelievers can have everything and you can't it's because it's not about those things those things are their temporary compensation and they won't carry you to heaven but our own journey starts when you die so I've got to watch out for you I'll take you back to that Hebrews now what is the first lesson of that guys what is the Lord saying to us Abraham walk before me and be perfect is not an advice it's a commandment that shifted something it's a conversation with Abraham it's a walk before me and be perfect a word from the Lord for a season it's a last warning for Abraham so Abraham if you miss this one now we will need another Abraham it's no longer going to be you but we will have to fulfill the purpose that we set out to fulfill if it will be before and if you don't believe me he did it over and over again 
with the children of Israel till he decided to kill all of them who are above the age of 20 or so. He said, I can't work with these people anymore. I've spoken to them. This conversation is supposed to have caused some change. But the, the adjustment didn't happen. What am I saying tonight, guys? We've come to Spark Nation. We've come to this threshold. Good people have been here and gone. Listen. It is only God who brings people in when his conversation with them is over. It doesn't send them away. They will have to walk off. At that time, some things are not making meaning because they are not hearing anymore. If you don't believe me, we've been here for over 10 years. Check anyone who's not here and show me their exploit and compare it to our own exploit because you can't walk away from something that is prospering and be the right person. It makes no sense. So let's put sentiment aside now. Let's talk about real life situation. The conversation was over. And so everything that determination was doing went away. Determination cannot continue this. You will get offended. So, the people that cannot be reconciled, it will read to us what they've tasted. So, you have to go back to that scripture, but you are going to read elementary. Yes, sir. Message or TPT or gospel translation. Quickly. The message, sir. Okay. So, come on. Let's leave the preschool finger painting exercises on Christ. Did you hear that? Anyone been to preschool before? It is meaningless. It's not necessary. But they put them there. It is preschool. Leaders will train people. You should know when they are in preschool and when they should now have graduated. If someone messes up and makes mistake in the house, I've been the first to receive them back. But they never graduated from preschool. Finger painting, right? I told you our habit in preschool. I said I used to suck my thumb. And it's so much pleasure, it's meaningless. It doesn't mean anything, right? But you derive so much pleasure in it. And when my sister slapped my hand, I said, what did I do? Uh, it is preschool. Let us leave it. Huh? So come on. Let's leave the preschool finger painting exercises on Christ. So, so maybe you want to write on your note right now what is your preschool. You know those things that you just don't graduate from. It's just there. And you can put it under any, any name. People just push me. 
I'm just Sonapi. I'm just this. Put it under any name. But Bible calls it preschool. Finger painting. And in other words, it's telling you that we will not commit to your end anything of significance. They say no. You can say, well, it's just the human woman nature. They say that's fine. But we will still not. As long as you are in here, we will still not commit anything to your hand. So, hey, you've been in preschool now for 20 years. And you wonder why certain responsibilities are not passed. Let me tell you something. In church, if you pass responsibility to a kindergarten kid, right? Because there is nobody around. It is fine. But you will be out the moment the mature person is here. It's not going to be a matter of, I've been working here for years. See what they did to me. Yeah, you're working as a kindergarten kid. But there was nobody available. And the work had to be done. So when the mature comes... You will be out. I said, well, you can go and use someone else, but you will see what they will do. And when they fail, when they fail too, somebody else will come. But it won't be you. Preschool, finger painting, uh -huh. exercises on Christ uh -huh. and get on with the grand work of art. Grow up in Christ. The basic foundational truths are in place. Turning your back on salvation by self-help and turning in trust toward God. Baptismal instructions, laying on of hands, resurrection of the dead. All those are basic. John put quickly to the things that they've tasted. He said once a person now gets to this stage to be restored to Christ, if they go back to elementary, it's not going to work. If you begin to sit a pastor down who God has raised the church to counsel them about not fornicating at the age of 50 is a lie. It's over. Do you understand what I just said? It is over. What have they tasted? It is impossible for those who have once been enlightened. One, they have been enlightened so now you are between the rock and the hard place. Now, should I be enlightened or stay in preschool? Because in preschool, there is um, hope. Because you can still be enlightened. In enlightenment, it is not possible to come back. Yes, you can stay in preschool. But also, don't expect anything of significance to be done through you. I'm just still laying foundation. I need to move past this now. Talk to me. Those who have once been enlightened. They've been enlightened. In other words, they understand words now. It can't send you to deliver words that you don't understand. So if the word of the book is still proverbial to you, it cannot send you to the world. And guess what? If it doesn't send you, then you are not fulfilling what he created Adam for. 
that means there's no reason to be in the garden if you're not in the garden you're outside of the garden which means the land of toil where they sent Adam to was the home of toil whereas Eden was the presence of God in Eden there were four rivers these four rivers covered the whole earth gold was there silver and all the precious things now if you're not if you're not in that garden you are still in preschool so look at the preschool of Adam Adam's preschool it was sent out it started to search out this is preschool it started to search out how life will work by himself so preschool is processing time with time instead of coming into enlightenment in time by the power of eternity so in Eden what God will do is what it will take 30 years to discover it will teach Adam in 30 seconds at home in the place of interpretation it will teach Adam and Adam will know exactly what to do but if you want to do crypto or finance or housing in Adam's world the land of toil it will take 10 years or 20 because you have to discover you will make mistakes then you will discover then you say now nah, I found out you say oh I shouldn't have done it that way that is Adam's world outside of Eden but in the place of enlightenment where the father will come to him in the cool of the day he will learn it in a second you know why he can never satan that is what God wants to do with the end time church all of a sudden in the millennia our parents didn't do well you know may God have space to forgive them in the millennia you see before the millennia when you see billionaires there are families that have been made long time there's even no teeth in their mouth anymore an average billionaire is 70 60 but all of a sudden in the millennia 30 years old became billionaires God went to church when Pentecost broke out God went to church but he discovered that his move was hijacked by the Pentecostal charismatic movement they did not understand what faith was for they stayed just teaching elementary they did not move into the plan and when God stayed around in the church for a while he said there are no interpreters here they knew how to collect tithes but they don't know how to send people to take the marketplace that is what God is trying to do again in you You shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost is come upon you 
and you will be my witnesses so Satan managed to raise witnesses for humanism people who have not stand with God but guess what after all these guys have made billions guess what they are looking for CSR they are saying how can we go back to the community because that's what God started but the church did not realize it the church was not interpreters and God says to use fuck nation tonight if you are not interpreters there is no need for another church there's no need this is the move of God come with me to Joel and it shall be in the latter days I will pour out of my spirit he said well it will be to all flesh depending on who picks the interpretation first so we thought it all ended with church singing we did not know that we can take the world but the reason why we were fighting with the singer and church is that we already see that you are not even ready for the world because you want the world God does not want you to make money in the world and come give to us it's not a beggar the silver is his the gold is his he wants the people on the mountain not the money on the mountain in you all the nations of the earth will be blessed but what did we turn that to in all the nations of the earth we will be blessed no the greatest revival is not going to happen until people in the church look at something the world is already doing and reprogram it restructure it reform it because that's the character of your father you are not to make crypto or outsting you, you, you are not to make money from it you are to remake it you were there pastor you know what I told the developer this morning with all the money in the world I said no 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 I need you to be the architect if you can because you're a child of God so listen to me now otherwise I'm not on this table I don't care how many billions you have I need you to be the architect of what new development will be for local council if you have that I'll get the permission are you listening to me what will it be in every up where you develop apart from fulfilling section 106 which is affordable housing what I need you to go do there is build innovation ops that will look like the Chester Hotel inspiring parents will be able to go there young people will be able to go there and dream I said that is the future of development because I realized that the reason why all the developers are now running around is simple they the council all of a sudden feel we need to, to to give something to human beings and they don't know you know what pastors before me have tried to do sell their churches 
they will rent, they will build a church for them in the basement and they will build properties on it and they will make money and the guy will say thanks I've served this church for 20 years cannot come and go and come and kill myself but God needed someone in that space who can look at the shapelessness and the voidness of that field and command light and you shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you someone is wondering why you got in that again and the Spirit of God over all over the earth the manifestation of the Spirit and God was looking at a formless earth but the manifestation of the Spirit empowered the word oh my god you're not hearing it you've missed it uh-uh i said the movement of the spirit god with a spirit that, that we call a spirit the holy spirit and he looked at the problem of the earth the earth was without form that was not the first earth it was without form but it took the manifestation of the spirit to empower him to have conversation with inanimate objects things that don't seemingly have ears but they exist in his spirit things that don't have leg but in his spirit they exist let me tell you about interpreters and converters. God saw the meaning of light in his spirit. Interpretation. What he saw, Maliata, he spoke according to what he saw. Nothing needs to exist. The kind of development we are doing does not exist. These scriptures don't exist. But as your spirit received it, do you have a coded word, numbers, for it in your mind? Sit down. I don't know if you're listening to me tonight. I just told you what he's saying. You call it ideas. And as long as there is no Holy Spirit hovering upon the face of the earth, it will become ideas. Do you know how many websites you've built? Have you made a penny from it? Rubbish. Companies that you registered until you have to declare not trading. 90 years now. It's still not trading. What is the meaning of it? You have ideas in your mind. But the spirit is not hovering. It's a spiritual thing. Don't let anybody tell you just have the dream. Just dream. Just dream. I... Endless dreamings. But no interpretation. So God started the first order. In the space of giving. I'm praying in the spirit. 
it is not ideas that it drops it is instructions why do we spend time in the word the spirit is hovering getting ready for your word but this one must be interpreted right I didn't tell you about positive confession positive confession is saying empty words to empty people people who have nothing to do and sometimes positive confession huh? are you listening it's talking to human beings people who have no role to play in your destiny positive confession I'm rich, I'm rich. Since you've been saying it, where have you been rich? As a pastor, I'm just rich now. I just need some help. Listen, you just told me you are rich, so go away and spend your wealth. No. Listen to this. The Spirit of God was hovering over the things that God wants to speak to. There was already a shadow of the manifestation of the spirit upon the things that God wants you to speak to. You must be a man of the spirit to discern when to activate. Otherwise, you will attend many business meetings. Meetings don't make people prosperous. Otherwise, most of my friends will be prosperous. They just attend meetings. The Spirit of God was hovering over the earth. The idea in quote, the instruction of light as in imagination and numbers was in the mind of God. God was the first interpreter and he had to convert that to human language that the things, the sun and the moon that we see today, sun and moon is human. Sun and moon is not spiritual. I repeat, the sun, the moon, the stars, they are human. They are not spiritual. Otherwise, they wouldn't be bowing down to Joseph. In the new Jerusalem, there was no moon. In the new Jerusalem, there was no sun. The sun guides them by the day and the moon by the night. I told you when Jesus was here, Peter did not see visions and revelation because he was greater than the sun and the moon was with them. His word, his conversation with them was the sun and the moon. His conversation with them was the direction of God. His conversation with them was the vision they needed to see. His conversation with them was the dream they need to have. It was his convo. It was his convo. These things don't exist in the spirit. So, Paul grew to a place of enlightenment that when he got caught up to the third heaven, he did not know if it was in the flesh or in the spirit. This man is a spiritual somebody. The sun was not his guide. 
There's a place where a person can say, oh, the Lord is speaking to me now, I'm seeing vision. There's also a place where it doesn't exist. You are the vision, the light. So when he said you are the light of the world, he's saying the sun and the moon is not as spiritual as you. But let me tell you something. The moment it is the time for the sun to come out, it will never delay one minute. Until Joel 2. The sun, by, divine, by direct debit order, uh, at its time, will manifest. The moon, by a standing order, at its time, will show forth. There is nothing powerful enough to stop the sun from manifesting and when the sun comes does the sun announce it is their time you guys are not talking to me you tell yourselves do you hear what I just said when this guy comes out you will tell yourselves that's your problem my God when he wants to go back it doesn't want you it doesn't say I'm going no it just leaves and by yourself human beings you begin to say it's time to go home it's time to go home what happened to the church the world began to tell us what time it is life began to tell us what time it is rather than when we appear instead of when we appear we should tell the world what time it is we should tell the world the banking world you should go tell the banking world what time it is ah they just shut down the website now and little rubbish rubbish talk oh they just did this in tassels and other business rubbish rubbish talk the sun is not spiritual yet if you are the biggest banker in the world with all the billions you've got to close activity when the guy there closes you don't suspend it unless if you are another son the name of that son is Joshua when Joshua was fighting the battle of the Lord, Joshua stood in the valley and he stole the sun and the moon. Ikaliata. Because he was fighting. It, it told it to stop. Because he was still operating on earth. Joshua was operating and he told the human guy up there. You didn't hear me. I said Joshua was fighting. And he told human, these guys up there are the chief of humans. Those the, the, the sun and the moon, they are the epitome of humanity. That's human. Because they control our activity. Every date and calendar is fashioned around them so they if they control the time of man 
they are the ultimate man so a man who is just the servant of Moses was fighting lesser men and the sun and the moon were about to start doing their thing said no 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 don't do it stop I'm still fighting here this guy extended the time of all humanity born and unborn because he was fighting the battle of God do you know why I know nothing can touch you spark nation when I talk these things one billion gang can gang up the, the moment you get defeated is when you want to protect yourself that's your end you're going down I said the chief of human was standing and saying we want to fulfill our own activity and the real spiritual man so you can't move now I'm still fighting God's battle do you know as long as you are fighting God's battle you control the head of humans if you can control what controls man you've already taken the mountain let me tell you why what controls humans sister as long as your emotion controls you the sun and the moon are the guidance over your life I'm sorry if this is not what churches will teach you because they have to pet talk you I'm just saying that the end of humans is the sun and the moon and it controls time so as this nation you shock the sun and the moon when you plan conference in two days because they control times they say come next year and the sun and the moon say we're not disturbing your annual festival we don't have problem as long as you worship your God before me. We don't have problem with what you are planning to do next year because she's a professional. He's a professional. He needs to give them ample planning time. It's got the calendar. So what's your calendar like? So people are always shocked when I say there's nothing in my calendar. When I wake up, I'll tell my calendar what to do how to move i'll tell my calendar what we are going to achieve today it means the sun and the moon how to respond to it you know i keep going back to crypto as example not asking you how to do it if you do you'll fail i keep going back to it because can i ask a question did the power for cryptocurrency started existing 10 years ago always in the system nobody knew it until one person that we all don't know knew it and did it and we began to follow the same thing with whatever field you belong to people in other words there are still thousands of things and millions undiscovered it is the glory of God to conceal a matter. I mean, it's the, it's the, yeah? And it is what of kings. 
to search it out. So there is a matter that is created to make you matter. Did you hear what I just said? This matter is hidden, but it is created to make you matter. But what they taught us in uni, by the sun and the moon, three years of constant manifestation of the sun and the moon makes you graduate to work in a system already created and numbs your mind from being a creator. So you realize that you are frustrated because you don't matter. And when that happens, you begin to fight for be, to be able to be to matter. Uh-huh. You say, why do pastor think he's important? What about me? I bet you've had that feeling before. What about me? They're always talking about As if we don't matter. Um, you may not for now. But it's not the destiny. There is something hidden that will make everybody matter so that nobody needs to convert what somebody else got. It is hidden for you and the proof of your kingship is to find it. But that won't happen until the sun and the moon bows to you. That's what happened to Joseph. Famine has always existed in the world. It is not a coincidence that when Joseph was thrown in prison, the timing of the dream of Pharaoh was near and Pharaoh had the dream. But nobody could interpret this dream in the physical realm. They had to come to a guy with time bound to once upon a time. The moon and the stars came to Joseph in a dream and they bowed to him. That day, economic code was written in his spirit how to save a nation from famine and the Bible says the whole world came to Egypt to see Joseph. And I said they didn't come to Egypt. If Joseph was not in Egypt, they wouldn't come. So the, the actual translation, the TPT, meaning me, said the whole world came to Joseph inside Egypt. Because what they were looking for is economic solution. Do you know there is a dream going on in the world today? How are they able to see the dream? The spirit has been put out. You didn't hear that. But it was only hovering. It's been poured out upon the kings and the presidents and the musicians and everybody else. The Bible says, you know, there are times when the spirit comes upon people, it, it makes them have displeasure. Anyone that is not in the garden, that's right. When it comes distress is upon them 
Now what God needs is interpretation of the things written on all these unbelievers. So now they begin to speak in tongues, in language that men cannot understand. The old one today in London City, guess one of the things they are saying causes young violence? It's a mental health. So these people were born mad. And you will be shocked how many pastors go to say these things in big meetings. Mental health. Mental health is a man speaking in tongues. It needs interpretation. Someone who will look at them and say, what is faith saying? Without speaking words. What is gift is saying? Without speaking words. That is why the most hopeless person or church is the ones that are already fighting themselves. Mrs. Offense, before a person blinks, you're already offended. You will get nowhere. It's a mental health. Mental health. That's the issue. Mental health. These young people suffering from mental health. So, Mr. Preacher, how do you intend to solve this? Psychologist. A person that is already mentally deranged. So, let's look at this now. George chapter 2. Now, I begin to round up. We want to pray tonight. I don't believe in mental health solution through classes. I don't believe in anti-trauma or post-trauma through classes. I believe in the word of God. And if the world is not ready for the word, we will wait. It means it hasn't beaten them that much. We will wait. But a place where we are trying to buy into what they have to give, which we already know does not work. The word of God is sent his word and he healed them and he delivered them out of all their distress. I'm not going to drop the Bible. They say, well, but it's a Christian organization. No, it has to be a Bible word organization or it's nothing. Don't embrace those things. It's a lie. It doesn't work. The word cannot bring healing to itself. Demons cannot cast out demons. You cannot solve by knowledge what knowledge brought. You didn't understand. You'll get that soon in life. The system of the world today that impoverished people came through enlightenment, knowledge. The Marx theory, Marx, Marxism, um, and all this socialism. It was enlightenment and knowledge that brought it. My brother is in uni studying how to heal what knowledge brought. Knowledge is not going to clash with knowledge. No, you have to tap into God's enlightenment, which is a superior knowledge to school knowledge. So what knowledge of the world brought must be cured by divine revelation. And that's Joseph. We're soon going to go to Daniel, many, many thekel of a sin interpretation so what God asked us today is this okay no 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 draw up two quickly and afterwards I will pour out my spirit 
on all people. How many people? Talk to me, church. It didn't tell us how they will manifest, how all people will manifest. I'll show you in a moment. But this spirit, the ability for Nebuchadnezzar to dream, is as if, how did an unbeliever see the future? It is programmed there for a believer to interpret. The church is not created for dignitaries to celebrate their birthday and associate with black people. It is not to cut their cake and for us to be able to say, did you not see Prince Charles came to our church? It does not mean anything if it does not bring change. Don't, the moment I begin to do that, don't take pride in it because we are supposed to profess solution. They must not come because it's their bad day. They must come because there's a problem. They need solution. They must sit with our leaders and say, teach us how do we solve this problem? Not, we'll be there for 20 minutes. You can speak for five to a pastor, you know. That is Babylon telling the church, we don't need you at all. Oh. I will pour out my spirit so what is the kind of church God is looking for today is a church of prophets and prophetesses not a prophecy to yourselves to manipulate yourself not those useless dreams you have toward one another it is for nations are you listening to me I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh uh -huh. your son daughters will prophesy. Did you see how I know sons and daughters? Do you see why a leader should call a person sons and daughters? Is it so that they can feel among? So that the man can feel oh, how my spiritual children are here now he's my daughter he's my son uh, uh, daughter i don't care your sons and daughters will prophesy so they've been communicated to to a point where they can communicate that's what paul said to timothy he said the things that you've learned on me of me and from me commit to able men who are able to teach it ah, you don't if only you guys read your bible this will be more alive to you he told timothy you've learned some things of me now commit it to able men who can also commit it uh, they have to be able men not disabled is a disabled man if you commit something to an adulterer he is a man but it's not able and those are the people that say the spirit is willing but the body my body is a disabled so when you overgrow in the spirit guess what they give you all the disabled privileges 
you have your parking lot. When you get to church, I don't care. You may sit on the pulpit that I sit on this one. Come and sit here if you like. But if you are disabled, it is because they gave you your own parking lot. The moment you have to receive special treatment. Huh? Uh, they just replied your text because they know you are the angry head. You know, angry board game. So they say, ah, 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 you better put down the list because that's a disabled. If you know the word I'm about to use. Now, that's a disabled person. They give you a special parking place. You've been put on the social system of the nation. So they care for you specially. So don't get him angry. If you give five people coke in front now and you skip him, hmm, he's going to go home and say, at first, it will be okay with it. But when she gets home, and says, so they didn't give me coke. So, it means last month, I gave one k. This month, I gave 100. Ah, that's why they didn't give me the coke. Disable. Commit to able, man. Your sons and daughters will prophesy he said, that's how you will know a son and a daughter because out of, the, of their mouth, you will see what the future is. So I can go to my son for prophecy. In his own field. As a father, I can say what is God doing in engineering now. You must be able to tell me, otherwise you are disabled. The church does not have sons who can prophesy or daughters like Aaliyah who can tell their pastor what God is doing in the Medicare world so that we can look at 10 years time and I begin to announce to the church that this is what is going to happen as a daughter if she, can, if she can't do that she's disabled your sons and daughters will prophesy there will not be weaklings Guess what happens in the church today? The father is the one prophesying on everybody. Waste of time. That's right. No one is feeding him. What can I prophesy to you about crypto? You can prophesy and tell me. I'll give the teaching for growth so that you can be partakers of covenant. Now you're going to feed me with prophecy in that area. Don't come and tell me what is going wrong there. You must be able to tell me the future of women. The women world, the women entrepreneurship and mentorship. I want to hear that prophecy. I'm saying give me that because if you give me that, I'll go back to my closet and fire a word in a season for your maturity again. You don't understand. When a person is in their field, right? And he's poured out his spirit. That's why you'll be shocked. 
that you mention something in pity's ears as a problem and it just disappears the next day. I didn't tell you let's pray now. It just vanishes or things begin to reveal themselves because you're a son. You speak to me. It's not a counseling session. The church got lost. Nothing wrong in counseling. But we got lost in counseling. Look at this guy that should be prophesying. He's still coming to tell me about his sin. Yet there is grace for it. Yet there is repentance. But I'm not going to open my mouth and begin to tell you about what God is doing. Because you will not understand that language. It's not what we are speaking at home now. What is, what is family saying now, guys? Economy. How did the church manage to turn the house of God to a place of complaint? Any counseling session with pastor is to tell how many bad dreams you have. What are you talking about? Your sons. So the moment he's coming in with bad dreams and nightmares and say, ah, church member, but not son or daughter. Tell me. What is God doing in the mountain I sent you to? Your sons and daughters will prophesy and what? Your old men will dream dreams. He didn't say the old men. He said yours. Huh? You call your dad old man. It's, it can be your dad. It's not your old man. It's not dreaming dreams. Your old men, your own will dream dreams. In other words, when you become old in this house, I will know it's your dream. Uh, Sam, Damien, Onye, and all of you who are older, if you cannot cast dreams for the next spark nation, you are not our old men. So, oh, but you no, know, we're not 100 years old yet. It doesn't work that way. Old men will dream dreams. They will see the future of the new church. But if what you are still dealing with is how not to fornicate. How not to commit sin. How not to lie. It's what the old man is still praying. Pressing him for. There's a problem. So how do you know the old man that will take the work to the next level? The one who dream dreams. What about the one still struggling with fornication? There is grace for them. Grace will help them, but they can't dream dreams. Their vision is blood. They don't understand spiritual language. Let me tell you something about sin, guys. Not to tell you not to do it. Sin, right, will appeal to you till you die. Maturity is to know that something can be pleasing to you. You can't touch it. Did you hear what I just said? So if someone said, well, you know, I just don't see women and men anymore. I just, uh, I just focus. She just fornicated two minutes ago. You see it, but you are matured enough to know heaven's language. and know I can like it, but I cannot touch it. I can like it. I can desire it, but I cannot touch it. The day you become that is your, you become of age. Your old men will dream dreams and, and what? Your young men will see vision. Elementary. Young men. 
they will be visionaries. Guess what he said three G's will be? So your church still holds vision night. Guess what three G's will be? They will be visionaries. They will take the dreams of old men. And say old men wanted to do crypto. We will teach you how to code. From Python coding to... That's what we will see in our community next. The next level of stabbings will be Python coding. The next level of stabbing will be masters in recruitment. Because the old men in those fields, they dreamt dreams. They were not struggling. I'm down. I'm up today. I'm down. Pastor. I'm back. No, they will dream dreams. When the three G's come in, they will say, Sam, that's old school recruitment. They will say, Arthur, that's old school. They have visions now because they are close to ground with their generation. They will be power. They will not want money. What they want is a new look. You know what 3G is supposed to do? When your parents are busy sleeping on, on, on you at home, thinking you are idiots, you are supposed to build a bank. Canary World Bank traders that will shake the world and make your society quake. How does that happen? Young generation engineers. Because, why? Because the father of engineering in Spark Nation dreamt. That's you. The father of recruitment, of crypto, of building, housing, of um, social care, of um, personal assisting, of, um, uh, of banking, of railways, of fashion. You first fight for your space of mentorship. You fight for your space and establish yourself. The Father of Bank, prayer and the word that Peter said, but we will not be diverted, but we will give ourselves only to the ministry of prayer and the word, the CODs. You fight, you occupy that space. And once you get that space, you commit to able men, young men who can prophesy like you. Are you listening to me tonight? The fathers of the music industry, and you know that Satan's field. That's why you will have young men that will be up today, down tomorrow. God wants young men and young women will become fathers. Can I get to John? I write to you, young men, because you've overcome the world. I write to you, fathers. Don't laugh. Go to that scripture quickly. I write to you, fathers, because you have known him who is from the beginning. This is the house of fathering and mothering for the new generation. What will the next generation of black young people look like if Spark Nation does not get it right? That's why your friends that are fighting prosperity, they don't belong to this generation. They belong to the dead one. I told you I had a vision in that dream maybe I didn't tell you I was driving a car with Pastor Lucy and we pressed a 
we said, okay, let's just press auto. When we pressed auto, the car began to move so fast. It threw us out of it. We lost control. But this car was so powerful that it was causing disruption. And I said, what did we just do? We should not have pressed auto. I know what that means by scriptures. But long story short, I saw, I could see the car finally jumped into an ocean and the car was sinking. But you see, the issue is not the car sinking. As it was sinking, I saw a boy, like 10 year old, sitting at the back of the car, could not speak, could not talk, and he was sinking with the car and he could not talk. And I said, what did I do to the next generation? I woke up, I knew, don't press auto. The act must be on the shoulder. He said, commit it to able men. Don't commit it to able system. So when a church grows to a place, all you hear from other pastors is systems. Put things in place. This is disorganized. He said, ah, if you press auto, you will drown the next generation. Are you hearing me, Swag Nation? Young men receive visions. Is that just sleeping and seeing two gods fighting? Is seeing the tomorrow of what your father committed to your hands. I wasn't a crypto banker. I wasn't a recruiter. I wasn't an estate agent, whatever they call that thing. But the anointing, the staff carries it in his bosom. Then it collects people. In this house, you belong to a tribe. It collects people who are in that field. It collects people. And it guides them. Until they reach a place where they understand that they are the father of that thing. Jacob gave birth to 12 tribes. It's not 12 tribes. But the clothes of Joseph was in his hand. The first to take nations. The assignment that is upon us, Spark Nation, is more urgent than what you think. Stop dabbling into someone else's field. Your old man will see, ah, and I can look at some of you and say, but by now, guy, you should be an old man. Casting vision. Look at how this small girl is tripping you. You're falling today, rising tomorrow. You don't know how to control passion. As a father. Your young men will see vision. And upon your maids. Talk to me now. Even on my servants. Thank you. Both men and women. I will pour out my spirit in those days. Uh -huh. I will show wonders in the heavens and on the earth, uh -huh. blood and fire and billows of smoke. Are you ready to pray tonight? Talk to me. The sun will be turned to darkness. Uh, I was going to the sun. Why was the sun turned to darkness? Because the men and women, young men and young women are manifesting. 
So Canary Wharf will no longer close at night because it is night. It will close, listen, it will close when you close. You know why? Pastor has just said, we have a mission. We need one billion. Author or whoever, and I praise him, has gathered his young men. Or the recruiters have gathered their young men. And the people that cannot go to work until they've sent the one billion to wherever pastor is holding his crusade now. So God said in the world, the target they will give you is their target for their benefit. In the kingdom, there must be targets too. It's not just a matter of just give what you want. No. In their normal churches, that's fine. In the building of this tabernacle, it is target-based. Yes. Your workplace turns to you. Yeah. And say, the way we got here is just do your best and go home. Ah. But that's how they taught you to build the church. That's what they taught you the church wants. Is do your bits and go home. Whereas in your work, you, you cycle the place of money. I have nothing to give you. Did you see that place in money? It was in money. How many pound notes is that? Five pounds. Is it the new one or the old one? The old five pounds. I have nothing to offer but blood, toil, tears, and sweat. Money tells you and I don't know why people don't see this. It has to be five pounds because in every 20 pounds, there's five pounds. In every one million, it's five pounds there. It's there. It said, I've got nothing to offer than sweat. So the more you make this, the more sweat you will give. It said, that's all I have to offer you. Someone looks at this and says, no, 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 it doesn't mean anything. <laughs> They took time to write it on money. I have nothing. If you use this to buy a house, he has nothing to offer you than blood, toil, tears, tears, you know, two tears, and sweat. He already told you. Why do these fools out there not see this? They are blinded so much. Sin blinds everybody. You should go home and look at this. And look at it. And look at it. This is the money that regulates the whole world. And take meditation on this. He said he has nothing. I would have loved if they only even change it to I don't have much to offer. But out of what I offer is sweat money. But he said, I have nothing. Money already declared. It stands to you. He already told you now anything you do from here is yours. So if you have money for you, he said, That's what I've got to offer. 
we've broken the power of money in this house through the spirit of giving that's what you've done let me close we want to pray listen to me what is the conversation God is having with you it's a fatherhood conversation that fatherhood is not childbearing it is child raising the same thing for mothers I'll just use fatherhood the field you belong to you are the owner of that field you are not there for money I told one of your brothers today the only reason why you work is to give is that pity saying no the Bible says let him that still still no more but rather let him work that he may have something to give not to spend to give So because with money, the only thing it will offer is sweat. Now, how can you then be promoted into all the good things of life? Because the uncircumcised will hear that and they will say, well, you know, that's why money is not important. It is important because you use sweat to buy peace. But you can't use it to buy peace if you don't know where there is peace. You don't use it to buy holiday, you use it to buy peace. That's what giving is. Holiday is not peace. So when we pray tonight, what are we praying? Those of you who should have come to the place of fatherhood, including, I don't want to keep saying fatherhood and motherhood, leadership in God. Because you can have a leader that is not a father. Your leader is still having conversation with God about their shortcomings. It doesn't matter. That's after like five years in constant war. That means they will not hear anymore. There's going to be a problem there. And God will not remove them as a leader. All he will have to do is he will have to relocate you. And so we're going to have a problem here. A big problem. I've seen people go to sinking ship before. And I'm not, there's no sinking ship in this house. Because whoever is your leader is graced, double graced by this leadership. I'm talking about churches. It's a sinking ship. What are we going to pray this evening? Combating, Lord, open my ears to understand, not to hear French, to understand it. I know of sin, but I don't know it. Until you open my eyes to the consequence of it, you won't go outside and eat a lizard. Because you know the consequence of it to your health. You know it, not because you've eaten it. And say, so let me experience sin to know the effect. No, you just know So why are you touching her? Say, I know sin. No, you don't. You don't understand spiritual language yet. You don't know what it means yet. To be enlightened. You will know it doesn't matter your body feeling. This is divine. To what I'm called to do. Because it waits for you until you develop fatherhood. And when his time is over, he says, 
I love you so much. We will give you a lesser portfolio. We'll give you something to compensate for all this giving. But we can't give you what we're destined for you. But grace keeps you. We're about to pray. God has shifted the conversation for us foundation. And I began to mention to some of you yesterday. I told you, Stephen, your conversation is still so snatchers. Once the altar call reduces, your trade reduces. It's as simple as that. It is conversation. The same thing, whatever you've picked for your own selves, the conversation is having with you on a daily basis. And it doesn't have to talk. Conversation is not just talk. It is also experience what you are passing through. That's what he's saying to you right now. It is what to you right now. And what he wants us to do is to receive your prophecy about it. So what your problem should do is to make you discover. Many pity I just discovered that in this, that, 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 that is prophesied. She's just prophesied. So you know what we're praying for tonight? Ability to prophesy. Prophecy is bringing to human terms what heavens are saying. That's what it is. What is heaven saying right now? It's not what I studied. I know pastors would do better than me in preaching because they studied step by step. And by the time they do point one, point two, point three, point four, it's seven steps, my God. Those steps are powerful, but the issue with those steps is we realize it's not a step, it's just a cycle. How did we know? The people that were listening did not step up. They were just going around the cycle over and over again, but what is God calling you to do? Maturity. Prophecy. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. You cannot lose people if you're a father that brings out visionaries they have dreams they've received from you they see visions and they know how to engage the spirit in fulfilling those visions lift up your hands tonight let's worship <laughs>